My Fitness Recovery, Workout and Health Tips for Everyday Life. doTERRA greens provide one to two servings of fruits and veggies, lab tested, mother approved, great nutrients and vitamins for your daily grind. Scan and shop the QR code. Follow and like. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 360 Wisdom Speaks. We are here today with our guest from Miami, Florida, Judith Costa. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you both. Uh, well, we're going to have a good time today. Nicole's going to share with the audience a little bit about you, and then we're going to get into the conversation. Judith Costa is a, an unconditional love coach, seminar leader, writer, and speaker with a master's degree in analytical psychology and psychotherapy and an MBA. She is a certified happiness trainer and a Reiki master teacher. She is an Akashic Records consultant and teacher. Welcome to the show, Judith. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you for the introduction. Oh my goodness. There's quite a few things that you cover here. The Akashic Records and you're in Reiki, all kinds of great energy stuff. So tell us a little bit about how you work all of this magic with your clients today. Life put me in this spot. Um, it really, if you ask me 20 years ago, or you tell me that I will be doing this, I will say, uh, no, it's not, it's not possible. But nowadays, this is, this is more than a job. This is my passion. And I help people to realize that having a better relationship with oneself really can transform your life. That's the core of my business right now. And no matter what technique I use, if we do a past life regression or an Akashic record consultation, or I teach my workshop on, on falling in love with yourself or falling in love with your body, um, I think that we all need a little bit more of our own love. We are taught that we are not good enough sometimes, or we have life experiences that doesn't allow us to realize that our self-worth is there because we are divine beings. We don't have to demonstrate anything to anyone. We are just who we are with all the rights, just because we are born, just because we are here. But this is so far away from our reality that we take other avenues and we start judging and criticizing ourselves to try harder to improve our lives and to become a different version of ourselves when it's already everything inside of us. Then I really love to in groups, uh, for companies, and in private sessions to awake this flame of love uh, within oneself and to tell people that it doesn't matter if you haven't received love when you were a child or your life has been difficult. What matters is the present. You choose your life from now on. And you can choose to love yourself. You can choose happiness. Self-love and happiness are very, very connected. They are both decisions that we that we make when we get up in the morning, we decide how our day is going gonna, is gonna to be independently of the circumstances. Oh, th that is so true. And, and it is about that. It all begins with the self, right? 
how you view yourself, how you like yourself, how you love yourself, how you trust yourself, you know, what your self-confidence, your self-worth, your self-value, your self-self-self. That's why they call it the self, right? So <laughs> when you can start to pay attention to who's Houston, right? It's like, and that's discovering your identity, you know, and it's not really discovering, it's just moving the stuff out of the way. The layers, that you, yeah. yeah, that you once thought you were or what other people wanted you to be and just start focusing on the reality of things like who am I and start being living and expressing that true self you know so all the different modalities and things that you do are all finding little bits and pieces of that real you that soul essence of who you are right so you know Nicole is saying something that you're like a love coach can you you know talk a little bit more about that love coach what does a love coach do I'm an unconditional love coach because if I put in my title love coach people think that I work with relationships and I don't work with relationships I work with people that are in relationships and they have trouble but I work independently with both partners because everything that you do to improve the relationship with yourself revert into that. Then when I coach, uh, it's because I believe that the answers are within my clients. I give certain guidance, of course, and, and I help the person to understand what self-love is about and what is not. But as you said, it's, it's more about the awareness. When you tell a client that start paying attention to the relationship that you have with yourself, the mindset that it's behind, what you tell to yourself all the day, what is your inner critic telling you, then you will figure out what is the real relationship that you have with yourself. A lot of people say, oh, I love myself so much. I don't have a problem in that area. And when they do this for a couple of days, they see how mean they are, how they treat themselves worse than they treat others. Then the first step is awareness, then is acceptance okay, this is happening. And the third is having the tools in order to improve that. And the tools sometimes is self-forgiveness because we get stuck in a certain uh, moment in time, let's a divorce or lose someone or I get fired or uh, it's, it's that something we need to resolve to move forward. Other times it's like, I have never realized that I have the permission to love myself. Uh, for other people is about uh, comparison or self-judgment. Other people uh, doesn't know that they are really worthy. They never have felt good enough in anything and they live by trying to accomplish more and more, but they feel really empty. Then the amount of things that I can, I can work with a client in terms of self-love is so big. We have uh, so many different topics Then we I have a process, but we don't focus on one thing. We focus on what the person needs. And through the conversation, through empowering questions, through these processes and tools, through the power of forgiveness and, and, and putting again the seat of love there in the heart of the person and allowing the person to open their heart again and, and start treating themselves like they are the most important in their lives. They are the priority number one. They transform their lives. And when this happens, I see amazing, amazing things happening in their lives, like the levels of abundance, the, the level of happiness, of course, new relationships, people that have been single for a long time, they found the love of their lives, uh, opportunities arriving to their doors, uh, financial, uh, uh, um, like positive things, but especially financial changes. 
then it's like love is the most powerful energy that exists in the universe. And when we tap into that, our vibration is higher and then we can really do many things that we felt that we were not able to before. Oh, thank you for sharing that. You know, it, and it's not just love, like you said, unconditional love, having no strings attached, you know, and I think that's kind of a critical word to add to that love because, I, you know, for me, I've watched, you know, over the years and just listening to people in conversations and how they use that word love is, oh, well, I have to say that, you know, when you're saying goodbye to somebody or was it, oh, love you, right? It's like, there's no meaning to it. It's just an expression, right? You know, and so to be able to really understand what love is and don't use that word, that word lightly, right? And again, with that unconditioned, unconditional love, because so much of us growing up over the years, we were seeking love, especially women, you know, when you start getting out there in the, you know, in the world, you know, it's like, what designates love? Right. And, you know, and so you, you do things thinking that you're going to get that love back, but it seems like there's conditions on it. So distinguishing the difference is very critical. And another thing you said was permission, yeah. you know, is it's like, it sounds like, wow, now that is silly. Why would I have to give myself permission to love myself? Hmm. Think about that for a while, because, you know, we were so readily to jump down our own throats, right? And criticize ourselves and judge ourselves and beat ourselves up. But how often do we give ourselves love? How often do we take time for the self? And that's needed so badly because again, what you give to yourself in, in love is what you can give to others. So if you don't love yourself 100%, you're not going to be able to give it 100% love out to anyone else and be that full expression of it right exactly you know yeah. and there's yeah and there'll be times that you don't like yourself either can you share a little bit about your view on that what is the difference between liking yourself and loving yourself well when you were mentioning the unconditional it's like because it's very easy to love yourself when everything is going well in your life then you have a good opinion and you had a good sense of appreciation, maybe things are, are going the, the way you want. The difficult thing is to love the unlovable parts of yourself, is to love yourself when you don't have a good opinion about yourself. And this happens about the body. Uh, when, when I'm in this workshop and, 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 and I tell the people, your body listens to everything you say about yourself. It has accountability. All these things that we, we say we hate are there. The body suffers with you. Because doesn't understand that this precious thing that you have been given, that it's the seat of your soul, it's so criticized because it's not perfect. It's not the way it's supposed to be. Then we learn conditional love. We all want love, as you said. And then from zero to seven, we kind of eat a lot of uh, messages that then play during the rest of our lives if we don't reveal this information. And arriving to your question, liking yourself is, okay, I'm okay but there is no sense of appreciation. It's more than self-esteem. Maybe I have a high status because I have a wonderful job or I have a wonderful hair or I'm a model and I have a beautiful body. But if I lose that, I'm gonna like myself? No, I'm gonna stop liking myself because my likeness is attached to certain 
characteristic, something that it's, it may end any moment can be taken away from me. But if I love myself unconditionally, it's no matter what, without conditions, no matter what I do, even if I'm a bad person, even if I make mistakes, even if I am not perfect, even if I don't achieve what I want, I still, I'm a, I'm a, I am my best friend. I am there for me to support myself, to nurture myself, to be kind, gentle, and compassionate with myself. And what we do is opposite, it's the opposite. I make a mistake, then I cannot forgive myself for being so silly. And then I beat myself up. And then I continue thinking about it during the rest of the day or weeks or even years. And your life is happening here in the present moment. This is where you have the opportunity to live. You know, that's really critical what you said, is living in that present moment. And I think a lot of us forget that, you know, your past is just that. It doesn't have to define you unless you give it permission to and allow it to, right? You know, and change is not going to happen back there. It's too late. It has to happen right here in the present because it's not going to happen out there because tomorrow may never come. So what you have is now. So make the best of it, right? Yeah. And oh, thank you so much for sharing this great information. And we are going to take a short break and then we're going to come back. My fitness recovery, workout and health tips for everyday life. doTERRA greens provide one to two servings of fruits and veggies, lab tested, mother approved great nutrients and vitamins for your daily grind. Scan and shop the QR code. Follow and like. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Judith Costa, our guest calling in from Miami, Florida, has shared a whole lot of great information on what it is that she does all around loving yourself and liking yourself and the energies with the Akasic records. And oh my goodness, if you haven't listened to the first half, then you better go back and listen to it. So now Nicole is going to take over here because she has some other interesting questions for Judith. You know, Judith, listening to you two talk and 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 after, especially after reading all your accolades, right, you, you have such accreditations uh, and the MBA and, you know, how did you go from that to transition into Akashic Records and the love from someone? Was it the career that changed you or was it something personally that kind of evolved? You know, it was life. Uh, I never imagined me doing this. Uh, never ever I had, uh, my background is in advertising and PR and I had an MBA and then I, uh, I had my own company in Spain and I moved to New York um, 11 years ago to become a certified coach. And again, it's, it's not a job for me, it's, it's my passion, it's what I will do for free if I wouldn't have to pay the rent. But uh, it was because everything started with dreams that I did this master in psychology and psychotherapy based on the teachings of Carl Gustav Jung. And I had to study. I, I was an astrologer, but uh, it was a hobby. Uh, again, now I do sessions. But my most recent tool was uh, 
like become a happiness trainer. I love to learn. And, and as I had said before, there is an interconnection between happiness and self-love and one brings the other. And I wanted to have more research and more information about that. But what I work the most uh, a part of in, in loving oneself and teaching classes and, and doing private sessions is with the Akashic Records. For those uh, that don't know what the, the Akashic Records are, it's like the book of your soul, where everything about you is recorded, every experience, every feeling, anything, it's in there. This is like a field of information, like when we have the, the things stored in the cloud, then it will be the same thing. There is a virtual library out there that contains all this information. And we use the metaphor of the book of the soul, but in reality, everything is recorded from the perspective. If I have now uh, like an argument with uh, Nicole, it will be her perspective, like in video, how she feels, what is happening. And, and it will be my perspective of what I said, what was happening when I was saying that things, all the sensations, everything it's in there is so powerful because we can access this information. And through a, through a prayer and with the permission of the person, we can do what is called a consultation. Then the person prepares like uh, some questions, important topics uh, that they want to talk about. And we tap into the field of information and we receive exactly that. But not only that, it, the, the guidance information is what it's important. I love, I love to work with the Akashic Records because we can do healing. We can do something about it. We can do forgiveness work, let go of patterns of thought or behavior, things that we carry that are outside influences. We have certain prayers and grace points in the hands to do uh, this kind of clearing. Because what it's important is not only to know, oh, this is affecting you because it happened in a past life and then you are stuck with this pattern. Is I want to let it go. I want to continue with my life. Right. And this is a learnable skill. I teach also classes. People can learn how to tap into their, into their Akashic records, how to connect with them. And it's like a relationship with friends. And let me tell you that every session I do, we end up talking about self-love. When people ask what is my purpose in life and say to love yourself no matter what, and say, oh, really? That's it? So simple? Yeah. Right. It's all it's all from the heart. It's all from that heart space. And it's in the energy of the heart, whether whoever we want to contact, whether it's, you know, we want to have a better relationship with ourselves, better relationship with other people, but other beings. You know, if you're talking about when you talk about the deep depth of the um, spirits and our guides and the connection, you know, even um, when a Dr. Uh, Stephen Greer talks about connecting to the ships in CE5, he talks about opening up your heart space to love and to be able to, to uh, contact the benevolent beings and the loving beings you need to resonate at a, at a higher vibration, which is that love. And it helps your focus, it helps your routine, it helps your life because you love and you desire, like in the uh, Kundalini. Uh, for example, we were just interviewing somebody about that. Uh, she's a Kundalini yogic and uh, tantric teacher, which is all about the love and the desire and just the joy of the touch. You know, and as you love yourself, you want the luxury of touch and feel and the clothes that you wear, the way you wear your hair, or even the shampoo you use on just small little levels gives you that luxury gives you that feeling, gives you that vibrance. And as you take care of yourself in a bath of, of rose oil and lotions and, you know, wonderful, healthy things like that, it's that, that as we take care of ourselves, we fill our cup 
and and people are more apt to connect to us because not only do we smell good and we have great hygiene, <laughs> but we're loving beings, right? You know. But the other thing is, is with, with with your degree and when you look at the Akashic records, it reminds me so much of when we talk about the shadow self or Carl Jung and really understanding us our shadow being and, and what's inside of us and how we see that theory of relativity of other people. We view other people through our own eyes and the mirroring of others, right? What we mirror back to us. And, and we can only understand that it's relative to us of our experiences and what we see. How does the Akashic records really um, change people when they start to understand all the information they have? all that DNA and all the past life that they have yeah. led. Let me, let me tell you, because you said many, many things, but starting from the end, um, when we work with the Akashic Records, uh, how I receive the information, who is giving me this information? We call them masters or teachers or lords of the Akashic Records, but they are divine beings, servants of the divine, pure and conditional love. And they meet you where you are. If two people ask the same question, but they are in different moments in their lives, different levels of awareness, whatever it is, they may receive a different answer. And there is no coffee for everyone here. They take you where you are and they help you to take a baby step. One of the things that I tell people when I explain this session is that it's a very safe session because you're not gonna receive what you are not ready for. And everything that you are gonna receive is gonna be given to you with such a level of love. They remind us of our divinity in the Akashic records. And, and there are a lot of physicists like uh, Erwin Laszlo that has three books about the Akashic records that explain that it's this field of information where we are all one. We know that we are all one, but in the Akashic record it's true. It's where it exists. And it's not a field of information that it's like out there. It permeates our DNA. It's within us and it's around us and it's it's all that exists. It's this akasha that means ether in Sanskrit. Then one of the things that happens uh, of the transformation that I see in clients, not only because of the healing, just for the words that they receive, is that this sense of being loved for who you are, this reminder of there is nothing you need to do. The explanation of, yeah, this happened to you in a past life, but now you can choose differently. The, the healing happens because it's an act of grace. In reality, I'm not doing anything in the session and the client is only allowing the healing to happen. But these beings, if you are ready to let go, they can take this energy and recycle it. It's our inability to really, it seems that we want to get stuck. We don't want to be there, but we want to get stuck at a certain level. But when we realize that it's like the recycling company, you can go through all your closets, put all the stuff that you don't want, but if you don't take it out and give it to the guys that come and take it, it is still there. Then when we use the forgiveness prayer, for example, to let go of things, the only thing that we need is the intention. And we say, when we are letting go everything from the past, the past means the last breath that I take, or 15 lifetimes ago, it doesn't matter, it's past. As Beverly was saying, like, we are not gonna solve that problem. We just can accept that it happened and move on. And they help us to do that. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and you're, you're channeling or helping people learn to channel that, that information and bringing it forward. Yeah. 
it's kind of like the, the books were kind of locked down for a little bit, but now they're out here in person, right? They're out here in public. We can go to back to that library, right? You know, we're, we're taking, everybody's getting on that bus, like in school and going to the library now, you know, every, it's, we're taking trips, we're going together, exactly. we're, we're doing this together. And as we do it as a community, more and more, it develops and we bring back that old information and, and hone it. In a weekend, you can learn how to open your own Akashic Records. It takes you a Saturday and a Sunday just to do that. Uh, again, it's a learnable skill. You just have to know how to do it. It's nothing special. You have to trust that you can receive and that's it. I mean, there is a process, there is a manual, there are things that we do together. Of course, it's a class. And then there's a level two where you can learn how to open the records of anything or, any, or anyone. Like you can open the records of a person, but also of an event or of a meeting or of this podcast. Then it's very interesting what you can do to receive information about that. And you feel more guided, more like uh, taking uh, and, and being helped. You can surrender because you trust that really there is someone that is helping you, is taking you, has your back. Yes, I love how you said that, how, how, how they have your back, they have support with you. And, you know, I, I want to ask you, something just came up as, as I'm listening to you is with that memory and with the Akashic Records comes the celebration of the solstice in the sun and, and all the wisdom that we have gathered through the year and we have harvested and now the days will go longer and they will change. Is there anything that would go with that, that that you can leave for people to say, hey, you know, in this ritual, in this change, um, we can we can channel this information stronger together moving forward to celebrate in the new year? I mean, I think that to celebrate the transitions is very important and everyone has to do it on their own way. But what I see uh, from the perspective of the Cassie Records, know that these beings see you from the inception of your soul from the beginning of the separation from source, who you are in this lifetime and who you can be, like the potential development of your soul, because of course you have free will. But I'm saying this because sometimes people say, okay, what is the most important thing that is holding me back from past lives? And we, we give a lot of importance to time when in the journey of your soul, this event that we are talking is five seconds in the journey of totality. Then we get stuck with certain things like, oh my God, I have to solve it. How is it possible that this happened to me? That's my cat that's saying, yes, he agrees. And yes. it's, very, it's very important to let go that know that we are eternal divine beings, that we have many experiences and we agree to come here. Our soul has an agenda and agree to have all the experiences that you can have at certain point in time. And we interact with other people that serve us certain lessons and we do the same for others. Then coming back to the transitions, yes, it's very important, but at the same time, remember this special uh, being of who you are, like one soul, many bodies, many experiences. Right, right. Many solstices. Before. Absolutely, but enjoy what's coming. 
right? And enjoy and to remember. Uh, for me, I always think it's time to remember and celebrate. And, and in that solstice, in that full moon that we had released where you talk about recycling, actually recycling the junk in your closets, always to get those skeletons out of your closet and really start to address what that was. Um, maybe it's a dress that was 20 years ago and it's, you know, 10 sizes too small yeah. all of a sudden. You remember the beauty in that, but let it go. Let somebody else enjoy that and let somebody else have that memory and get it out so you can make room for new. And that's a lot of the full moon for me and being able to enjoy the ritual of the time right now so that we can celebrate always as a celebration, never anything negative. And as the solstice comes, it brings the sun, right? And the change of the planets, but the change of us. And it's always celebrating that next journey, that, that next journey that's coming and enjoying the moment instead of worrying about those time blocks like you suggested before and, and the beauty of us. And as we love and celebrate, we're celebrating us as a whole. And, and who we are and where we're at at this moment and, and the, the ability to awaken to so much that we have and, and everything that we have, which is the accessibility, right, of, of all of our programs and, and our understanding our DNA and our change. And we can do all that together. And as we love ourselves, we can compound that and quantize it into the world. Thank you so much. I'm going to bring Beverly in because I know she has so many more questions for you right now. Yeah, so many more questions. We could talk for a long time on this subject. <laughs> However, our time is starting to run down. But before we let you go, I would like for you, Judith, to share with the audience two or three tips that they can take from this show today and incorporate it into their daily life. You know, what can they do to learn how to maybe just begin loving themselves a little bit more? The first thing that comes to my mind is that love is a verb and it has to be demonstrated into action. And don't think about loving yourself. Create a list of daily acts of love. It can be simple things like send you messages of appreciation, give yourself a hug, take this wonderful bath that Nicole described. Do something that you love that you have never done uh, before. Uh, give yourself the opportunity to rest enough. Um, take a class. Connect with someone that you love. Ask yourself, what do you want? This is the second tip. In front of any decision, small or big, it doesn't matter. Ask yourself, what is the best choice for me now? What is the best decision for me now? And don't forget the now because the decision is attached at the moment. We have to be present. Maybe going to yoga today is wonderful, but if I have the flu, it's not a good idea to go to yoga. Then I have to ask in the moment. When you do this, you are allowing yourself to be a priority in your life. We build this muscle of putting myself first to consider what do I want? A lot of people have forgotten because they kind of, Go with the flow, they give others the power, they don't want to create an argument, they are afraid of expressing what they really feel or what they need, then we forget. We lose the idea that I come, I matter, my opinion is important. Then you can give others the, the benefit of, of doing something else, it doesn't matter, but it's about what's best. Should I eat this or that, live here or there? Then if you observe yourself 
And this voice that you have inside of your mind, this inner critic, I, I, I talked about this uh, a little bit earlier, but see what are the thoughts that you cultivate and put more gratitude and appreciation into your life. If the message that you hear about yourself, you don't like it, just change the radio station. What are you telling to yourself? How wonderful, how amazing you are, that you can do it, that it's gonna happen. That everything is okay, that you don't have a reason to worry, that you have to stay present, that it's important for you just to be who you are and that's all. Or you are putting pressure in yourself and, and fighting with time and trying to do more and feeling like your body is not, is not working because it's abandoning you in this uh, fight for life instead of enjoying it. Then by paying attention, you will see also Tip number three, when do you betray yourself? In what moments, in what situations, when you want to say no and you say yes? That's very common, we all do it. It's with certain people, it's because it's, there are certain environments because you feel that you don't have the power, it's because you don't even care, it's because you are afraid of disappointing others, or you feel like you have to be a good person and always say yes, then learning to set up boundaries starts with this awareness of where I am and what do I need. And this is not selfish at all. Loving yourself is your responsibility. You are here to create your life and everybody is responsible for their own. But as you said, Beverly, before, the more you have, the more you can share. A real relationship with others is when I have so much that it's overflowing that I can give and give and give more because I'm constantly punishing my bucket. And it's, it's so simple. It's just that. It, it is just that simple. It's just that simple. And like you said, hey, if you don't like the radio station you're on, change it. Right? Just one with more love. <laughs> one with more love, more loving. Songs. There you go. That's so true. Those are really powerful tips. So rewind a little bit. Make note of the tips that Judith shared here today because they are powerful. Start incorporating them into your life. What radio station are you listening to? And what radio station should you be listening to? There's your question for the day. So thank you so much for joining us, Judith. Thank you, Nicole. And this is a wrap for 360 Wisdom Speaks. Over and out. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure being with you. And I love you so much. Namaste. My fitness recovery, workout and health tips for everyday life. doTERRA greens provide one to two servings of fruits and veggies lab tested mother approved great nutrients and vitamins for your daily grind scan and shop the qr code follow and like